Welcome to Cosmic You, the podcast where we explore the depths of spirituality, self-discovery, and the mysteries of the universe. I'm Holly. And I'm Bree. Through our journey, we've discovered that the universe is a reflection of our inner selves, and by exploring the cosmos, we can discover new insights which guide us to unlock our true potential. Each week, we'll be diving into a new topic related to spirituality, inviting guests along the way who are experts and thought leaders in their field to join us to share their unique insights and perspectives. Throughout conversations, we hope to inspire you to discover the sacred within yourself and the world around you. We are so excited to embark on this journey with you. Welcome to Cosmic You. Welcome back to another episode of Cosmic You, the podcast. This is the first episode of season two. We're recording the, actually, it's the first of February today, which feels monumental. I feel like January felt a little bit like sticky and tricky to get through and a bit slow. And we are pumped with energy today. <laughs> um, we're so excited to be <laughs> sharing, um, sharing all of our love, spirituality with you all. Uh, and we're so excited to dive into 2024 with you. And we thought one of the best ways to do that would be with an energetic update by Brie, all things numerology and what energy um, is circling around 2024 and what we can all look forward to and things to be aware of and things to look out for. Oh, no, seriously, guys, it's so nice to be back. Cole and I have been attempting to come back for a few weeks now, but we just couldn't get that energy to stick. And I think that's because as a universal like energy we have actually been ruled by the nine frequency in January. And so the nine frequency is a time of endings and completions. It's a time of wrapping things up. So if you think back to January, it wasn't a time to step forward and progress and actually action things. It was a time to let go of anything that we'd brought into 2024 from 2023. And so when you think about it like that, it makes so much sense that we couldn't get the momentum behind us to actually push forward and start taking action so thankfully in February though we've actually moved into a one month so we've officially arrived in a month of new beginnings so guys if you're listening to this in February make sure that you're planting seeds you need to really be mindful of what you do this this month because whatever you do this month is basically telling the universe this is what I want to bring in and manifest throughout the year so you want to really be, um, yeah, documenting things down, starting making progress on some of the dreams that you've been holding in your heart but haven't like brought, like burst into the world yet. The universe will really be backing you to start to bring some of these bigger ideas to life. Um, it's just like this month. It's like one is the energy of yang. It's like, so it's like that masculine doing energy. So we're all going to feel like we've had this uplift of energy and that we can actually go out in the world with enough energy to action all of these dreams that we've had, which is cool. So, yeah, last year we were in a seven numerology per, um, universal year. So that's why it felt really sticky last year. The seven and four energies are the hardest to work through because it takes, um, they're asking us basically to level up on the inside. It's a lot of personal and spiritual growth work that we have to do. But as a universe in 2024, we are in the eight year, which is awesome. 
it's the last year of the nine year cycle. So it's like the culmination of everything that we've gone through as a collective over the last eight years. All of the karma from that will be like coming up for us during this year. So it's going to be interesting from that perspective on a global scale, because if you think about some of the mucked up things that people have done or um, just the different karma that some of our leaders have been accumulating, that's going to play out in a really big way. And a lot of people are going to be held accountable on a big scale for their actions, which is really quite great, which obviously coincides as well with Pluto coming into Aquarius because Aquarius is asking us, you know, to take a more humanitarian approach to really, um, yeah, come up with new innovative ways of doing things. And the eight frequency, the, the frequency of power and abundance and, you know, manifestation is hopefully going to amplify that Aquarian energy instead of this corrupt, um, you know, dense Capricorn frequency that we've, we're ruled by for hundreds of years. So lots and lots and lots happening in the collective this year, but I think it's really exciting and I think that, um, yeah, I think we can all really harness that and really make some big things happen. It feels... Um... Yeah lighter in a way more expansive but I think don't be like what Brie said with eight being also being the number of karma like don't be fooled by that expansive energy like think of that expansion as like mm. not just expanding your um I guess power into the world and your potential into the world but it's also expanding your consciousness and your awareness of self too and that comes from doing that karmic work so as much as you're like expanding yeah it's that expand into yourself as well I think that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting yeah it's it's going to be really important this year to make sure that everything is heart-led because Mm. if things are ego-led this year they'll just crumble because during the eight year you're you're meant to lead by example you're meant to um yeah work from these higher frequencies and because it is like it's it's so magnetic so if you think like anything that you want to manifest is always greater than what you have now and so as we raise our frequency that's good you know if if you can act from that place and become a match for these manifestations you should be pretty safe um but it's just yeah just keep checking yourself guys like it's going to be easier than ever to bring things in so just watch your intentions I guess yeah mm. so nice solid thing so there actually I just had a day of um Reiki clients this morning and I can see that thread in each client actually that came up and their thing interesting in what way one of them actually was really big in like laying the foundation and like be aware of the foundation that you are laying make sure it is connected to you mm-hmm. and what you want and like your soul otherwise you'll just kind of manifest and lay a foundation that wasn't yours to begin with and that you didn't want. Um, And then another one was like kind of being on the precipice of about to shift more into that, like like, overcoming some of the stuff and the limits, like that the ego kind of places on us. Um, But that the ego will be the biggest thing in your way and like not doing these things, literally what you said, doing them as a way to like please the ego or to like from that ego point mm. of view, like I've done this, I've created this, or I've gotten here, like pat on the back type vibe. Um, that doesn't really matter. Like 
actually that's the thing that's keeping you from your greatest self. Um, and that's what needs to be overcome. Like that's, that, that's the biggest focus right now, which is that's all the work. It. Yeah. It's just so potent and powerful. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, there's so much space right now. Yeah. Just to dream. I think it feels like there's a lot of opportunity to be taken. If that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think guys as well, like, um, so this, we're just talking right now about universal energy, but of course, each of us is also working through our own personal cycles. And so by understanding what personal year and personal month you're in as well, you can kind of see how that's going to intersect with what the universe is working through too. So like for you, Hole, for example, it's like, you know, you're in a four energy. So you're in a period of hard work right now. The four and the eight are really good friends because they really, it, like both those frequencies want to see you progress. They want to see you get these solid foundations in place. They want to see you push forward and be successful. So, you know, like during this year, that's, that's really in a beautiful harmony for anything around business, anything around foundations. Mm. You're going to have the universal backing to progress that space, which is so cool, like to, just to know that and to flow with that. So speaking of all this big, beautiful energy, is there anything that you're planning on birthing into the world this year? I am planning on birthing a baby. (laughs) How exciting. This episode comes out, I will nearly be halfway, which is wild. Um, Wow. But yeah, I've been growing a little babe for quite some time now. And that's what I'll be birthing this year. I keep like hinting at people on social media, like not doing these big things. They've got other big projects coming. And I'm like, that big project is a child. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is so cool. This is the season of my life that I'm most excited for, or that feels just so like juicy and aligned. And yeah, I'm so excited. So yeah, I'm, I'm birthing a little baby birthing a baby and on the way to birthing a baby you're also birthing your first retreat yes correct me and little babe will be going on retreat (laughs) um which is in about (laughs) yeah it's in about five weeks which I'm so excited for and that'll be yeah I was saying to Brie before we recorded that um it still kind of just feels like a dream and a vision I have to remind myself that no this is actually something that's happening like we're doing this um and it still like feels like such a dream um then yeah I remember the moment when I decided this is what I'm doing I'm gonna do it um and I thought to myself like you've never done that like well (laughs) how to do that and um sometimes you just have to uh let the fear be there alongside the journey of creation and manifesting. I think otherwise if we wait mm. for it to be gone, we don't actually do anything. Um, so, yeah, I'm so that excited. That is such a good shout. Yeah, yeah. That's been the thing that I've been, my theme and the thing that I've been kind of keeping a really uh, solid reminder to myself, like, the fear will be there. Like, it can be in tandem with creativity and manifestation, and it probably will. And um, letting it mm. kind of jump in for the ride anyway. 
Um, cause yeah. I think, you know, other times in life I've, I've still done things, but it's definitely been at like an incredibly slow pace. And this still feels really slow to me as well. If that makes sense. I don't know. It's I'm moving through a slow period anyway, but, um, <laughs> but I think, you know, times I have absolutely let fear plague any decision and just not done the things that I want to do. And, you know, I kind of just was like, oh, well, it's just kind of been around for 10 years. She'll, she'll probably be around for a lot longer. So just do the thing anyway. Um, yeah, definitely. I think the fear's so present. Like there's just so many old patterns that we're constantly trying to work through. And, anyway. you know, in all of the, you know, whether you look at, astrology or numerology or whatever you look at like there are so many shadows that we sign up to transcend and they were never going to be easy so I think it's so incredible that you're actually just you know feeling the fear and doing it anyway because mm-hmm. it'll yeah. so be worth it right yeah and I think I've always heard that saying of like feel the fear and do it anyway and just assumed that oh that means that people aren't truly afraid or like there there's fear but it's it doesn't feel so tense it's just like this little like sidekick but I think it's actually just tap into another part of yourself that's not afraid like tap into the part of yourself that you know knows that this is it and that's probably why there's fear in the first place Mm. um yeah so I think like that feel the fear and do it anyway I always thought like those people clearly aren't afraid like obviously (laughs) they obviously have no fear (laughs) um and I think it's just like be persistent just keep going and like yeah because fear is part of Mm. life I think yeah for sure yeah sometimes I think though we need the little reminder and I think that's why it's important to be surrounded by you know people that can cheer you on when that fear kind of engulfs you because our minds, man, they, it like the stories that my mind comes up with sometimes is just insane. And like you look back a few days later or a few hours later when you come out of that, like when you can break yourself out and you think, oh my God, how did I even believe that? Totally. But at the, at that time, it just feels so true. It's reality. There's no other option. Yeah. It's It's not true. Like our minds, like. Yeah, they're existing in a whole nother, like, world almost sometimes. Like, not another world, obviously, but just they're existing through so many filters, so many stories, so many shadows. Um, Yeah, and even just, like, you know, depending on where your placement is of a certain planet at a certain time, like, that's going to make your mind spin a little bit more than usual, um, and make you feel more chaotic and make you feel less connected. Um, and so I think knowing that there's so many factors that impact us and how we show up in the world is actually quite empowering instead of just being like, oh, well, my mind yeah. is this way, so I can't do those things. It's like, oh, actually, this is a thing that I've got going on, a theme in my life. My mind being busy right now or being really afraid is actually something for me to inquire with and, and go towards um, which feels disgusting, mm. obviously, at times. <laughs> and and you know, <laughs> when you're in the thick of it and, like, how you were saying, when those times where you just believe it and you think it's true and nothing else could possibly exist, those moments, it, 
I don't even think it's a light bulb in my moment to be like, oh, just inquire with yourself what's going on here. (laughs) Um, I know. I'll just sit with this awful feeling. (laughs) This is my opportunity to sit with this awesome reality that I've just created in my head that I fully 1,000% believe and nothing else can be possible. (laughs) Um, But... You know, energy shifts again and you get awareness and you, you realize. It and, does. Yeah. That's why having all these tools that help you shift your state, that's why it's so important, right? Because if you just stay sitting stagnant in that and you don't change anything, you literally can't change your mind. Like mm-hmm. by doing a yoga sequence or breathing or meditating or going outside into nature, Yeah, that just helps your like just – you just need that little entrance way. <laughs> you just need to get past that veil that's like come over you. And so, I think don't underestimate yeah. the simplicity of actually just doing something different to feel something different. Um, Cause I think mm. like when we do feel like these things are so real and they're so embedded in it, it's concrete. Like you can't possibly imagine another reality that feels so big and huge to change, like to change the narrative of my mind or to change the story that I'm, you know, playing on repeat feels massive, but actually Mm. simplicity to it as well. It's just about if we do something different, eventually that pattern will shift as well. Um, And patterns that obviously have deep grooves Mm. a lot, a lot longer for sure, because there's a lot more lesson I think in that Mm. groove to be learnt anyway. So they keep, keep coming back, but um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Don't underestimate like your capacity and the simplicity of you just going for a walk <laughs> to actually shift something mm. like it will. And you, sometimes you look back and you're like, lol, I can't even believe that I thought that was real. <laughs> Literally like and, me yesterday. And sometimes you just need to like cry. Like oh, totally. sometimes you just need to just let it, just let it out yeah. and then it's done. And then you stop crying and you're like, yeah. Huh. Like, yeah. what was that? That's a good point because also sometimes it's not about shifting state. It's actually feeling into the state that you're in. It'll shift itself. And that's kind of the simplicity of it yeah. too. The state will shift. Like that's something that we can actually rely on in life is that things will change. Um, things are not concrete. Yeah. And, yeah, sometimes you totally do need a good cry. And I think crying sometimes actually feels so lovely, like by the end of it. Sometimes it feels oh like gosh. the most miserable oh. thing in the world and then you still feel sorry for yourself for like three days later. But other times it's like, oh, I'm so happy now. Yeah. They say that though, like, hey, like salt water, like jumping yeah. in the ocean, crying or sweating yeah. is like we just underestimate the power of salt water. Totally. Yeah. Just cleanse Like up. yesterday I was like, all right, like I just like had to like, yeah, like have my little cry and then I'm like, all right, girl, get off the couch, go to the gym, like made myself. Yeah. And then by the end of it, I was like, oh, wow, actually, you know, feel so much better in myself. Like what was I worried about? Totally. And you do so have powerful, these little things we do. Yeah. And you have to have those moments of like convincing yourself and kind of dodging that part of you. It's like, no, no, just stay here on the couch. Like, you know, give yourself a little bit more. Like we have to dodge those parts sometimes because they're just trying to keep us stuck. Um, I think that's where the effort is. Not in the actual thing, but that effort of being like, no, no, I'm going to not just give in to that limiting part of me right now um, and go and do something Mm. that I really don't want to do. 
but it's really needed. And then you see on the other side. But you know, like, you know, like. You do. If I do this. Yeah. Like, I always say that, like, the days that you don't want to go to the gym are the days you need to go to the gym. Yeah. Like, always. Yeah. Your body's just so much happier for it. Totally. And you might, like, everything. And I think you feel a little bit accomplished too. Everything. Really lovely. I, um. Yeah went to watch the sunrise the other day and I was literally driving down to the car park in the beach. I was really tired and I was like, oh, it's a bit cloudy, might just turn around. And I was like, you are already here at the beach. Just go and sit your butt. It was like, it's not really that hard. And I like, the resistance was huge. And like, that was just to go sit on the beach and watch the sunrise. Um, And Mm. like, obviously something that like, I could have just turned around and gone home. And then I would have felt like crap about myself because I didn't do the thing that I said I was going to do or that I actually truly wanted to do. And it was just like really interesting in that moment. Mm. As soon as I drove down to the car park, I was like, mm, no, nah, not into this. I was like, what's going on there? Just it's go wild, isn't it? Like where's this thought coming from? Yeah. Where's this sabotage coming from right now? Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were friends, brain. <laughs> well, you wanted to come watch the sunrise too and take like upload a photo on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> upload a photo on Instagram. <laughs> it's like as a child, you've got to bribe it. You really do. So speaking of mind things, mm. a few weeks ago I um, went and did my first weekend of my kinesiology course, my Touch for Health course, yeah. and that was so fascinating. Like I just feel like I have this whole suite of tools now that like just by holding different acupressure points and like moving different meridians, I can just change so many feelings in my body and like pull myself out using these tools that are so simple. And I'm just like in this course a few weeks ago thinking, oh my God, like why don't we all just get taught this? Like it's so simple like it's not like if it was like a hard thing to teach people, okay, fine. But like holding these two acupressure points on your forehead can literally shift you from flight or flight into rest and digest yeah. and help you process things now instead of from your reptilian brain. Yeah, wow. How don't we know this? Give me one Literally. Moment. So like if you're, ever, yeah, if you're ever struggling with something and you're just stuck on a loop like from your old programming, you can just hold these points and you can, like, it, it engages your um, frontal cortex. I think that's what it is. I'm yeah. still learning. Yeah. But. Still learning. Yeah. And, and like, it, it, like, allows you to act from now, like, from doing your adult self instead of your child, like, your, you know, the child version of you that's had this past pattern ingrained. That's so powerful. Isn't that just, it's, like, so incredible and I'm like, wow. I think even when like not taught that that's even a possible thing that we could do, you know, mm. not e- I don't not even think like the actual physical application, but just like there's another way to respond in the world. Yeah, that's mm. true. So what else, what else did you learn while you were there? What are you loving about it? It's just so powerful. Like for an example, we, just like we did this two-minute um, 
practice on one of the ladies that was in the course. She was in her 60s and she couldn't see like or read anything without glasses at all, like not a single line. We held up a book and we're, you know, we're trying to get her to read and um, she couldn't read anything. And then we got her to do this certain um, pattern of movement on herself just for two minutes. After two minutes, she could read like three or four lines. And that was just after a couple of minutes. And so, um, yeah, basically if she commits to that practice daily for a few months, she literally is going to rewire her eyesight. That's insane. Like the power that we, the power that we hold to heal ourselves is just like, I, like I can't even comprehend it. Like I was literally watching people who, you know, couldn't lift their arm past here, like, you know, past shoulder height, like be healed of their pain in, in a couple of minutes. But I think we're just programmed and taught that, you know, it's normal to live with pain, like that, you know, this is just how it is, that, you know, we have to hand over our power to someone else. Someone else has to do it for us. But actually we can, we hold the power. We can, we can do everything. Like I, I now can shift my own state with these you know, few practices. And that's just after one weekend of learning. I can't imagine how much I'm going to learn after like completing the rest of the course and probably further studies knowing me. <laughs> right. And I think too, like, you know, I've, I've, I've said for a long time, like kinesiology is by far the most potent and powerful modality that I've experienced. Yeah. Um, but I kind of, even in knowing that and knowing how much it's helped me on my journey, I think you know, I was still handing over that power to someone else yeah, to heal me, to like help, to hold that space for me to move things through my body. Yeah. But now after like just one weekend, learning how everything works, how learning how to muscle test, learning how to connect with my body, how to bypass my brain and actually know innately what I want and need. Mm. Like it just is so, such an empowering experience to be like, no way, like, Everything I need, and like we're told this, it, but it's so true. Everything I need is within me. I have everything that I need within me. Yeah. And now it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Kinesiology for the win. <laughs> yeah. I'm so I'm 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 so excited to hear more about it and like how it progresses and like all of the other things that you learn. And um I've only, yeah, I've only had kinesiology once, but the time that I I was like young, it was a very long time ago. But I reckon that was probably one of the mm. first modalities that I was like, something else is going on here. Like this is mm. not just, yeah, I think it, and kind of like there's a simplicity to it as well, but like such potency in all of it. But um, so it's, it's like it's so simple, but it's so complex. Like I'm learning about, you know, the muscular system, the meridians, I'm learning about um, like bone structures, like mm. you are like, it's like a holistic um, practice, but to experience it is just, you would have no idea like what's gone into that. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is such a beautiful thing for someone experiencing the modality. Yeah, definitely. You don't want to go into a session and feel overwhelmed. <laughs> totally. And I think, like, what feels, I guess, that simplicity is, and again, like, I've only received it, but just of, like, 
oh, well, of course we would go to the body. Like, of course we would use the body. Like, of course we would use the person to heal, right? Like, that's what feels Mm like, uh, you know, but I think it's true. Like, most of us don't know how to do that. Um, We're not even taught that that's a thing that we actually have power for. And I think, like, there is this real, like, reclaiming of, like, personal power energy that's sort of floating around. Like, people realising hang on a minute, I'm capable of taking care of me. Sure, we need practitioners and medical professionals, absolutely, but at the end of the day, they're only as helpful as what we allow those people to be helpful and what we actually do from what we learn from those people, um, which is self-healing. Mm. And I guess that's like what a lot of spiritual teachers have been saying, like we're going to see a big shift in people, instead of people going to see a psychic, you know, people will learn how to tap into that intuition themselves. Instead of getting an astrology reading, people will learn how to read their own chart. Instead of going to kinesiology for a balance, you'll learn how to balance yourself. It's like we're in this age of, yeah, personal empowerment and it's really incredible to be a part of that. Yeah, for sure. It's um, it's exciting because I think when we do feel that power and we don't have to rely on anyone else, it doesn't mean that we won't rely on other people because we can't, like, we're not mm. meant to do this all, you know, separated. But knowing no. that when I need, I can just go into me. And, you know, um, I think this is something that I put on Instagram the other day. Like, this is a huge year for people to tap deeper into their spirituality. Like, things are just really aligned towards that which means it's a great year for people Mm. to like study these courses like kinesiology, any kind of spiritual system, anything that's teaching you more about yourself and your power. Like this is the year to go and do that stuff because like the energy is like really supportive of that. And so I think that's really cool that you're learning a new system this year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We all need to do this. Like we need to do this work like like as a collective we really have to start shifting the way we're doing things yeah Um, yeah which is a bigger topic but um yeah that's just one way we can do that (laughs) I love it so what what um what's been like present for you or what themes are you working with at the moment what's been like popping up or other question what do you want to come up in 2024? Like what, what's your current thing? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a really weird start to the year for me because I kind of got it in my head that um, I was going to shift again and I was going to move to Sydney and I was going, like I just had all these goals and like dreams. <laughs> and then um, some the universe has basically come along and said, hang on girl, like just wait a minute, you know, like actually perhaps you're not meant to leave Newcastle yet and I'm just trying to surrender to that and just to allow things to unfold. It's also, you know, for me right now I'm transitioning from being in a like ruled by a two frequency which is a very slow, soft, feminine energy where, you know, you like I've been literally just watering the seeds that I planted in my like one year but nothing really happens, you know, like nothing shoots up. You can't really, you know, get much momentum because the whole 
pace of the year is like set by other people because that's the focus is, you know, your connections with other people. But as of February, when I have my birthday, I'm going to shift into my three year. And so all of a sudden, all of these seeds that I've been watering are going to start to sprout. Mm -hmm. And so I'll be back in control of my pace again. You know, I'm back in control of my energy of, um, you know, I can start to really nurture these seedlings that are starting to pop up and get that growth happening, which I'm just so ready for. <laughs> like I'm ready to like start running at my goals again. And so right now I'm just trying to work out, you know, how can I start shifting out of corporate? How can I step further into, I don't know, just being of service to people, which will look, I still think there's going to be two parts. I, there's going to be like the workplace wellness part of me and then I'm hoping to kind of dance still in the, um, you know, in, in my spiritual business. But I'm also studying the gene keys to become a gene key reader. And so it's my vision for this year. Now I'm saying it, it has to happen, right? <laughs> so my vision actually is that I'm going to take um, numerology and the gene keys and work with people who are ready to dive really deep into their soul work, like really deep into their shadows. And I want to act as their, um, like their decoder, like their soul's decoder. And then I'm going to blend kinesiology with my like decoding of this, of their chart so they can see themselves in their full essence and then work with them using kinesiology and Reiki to heal and like to transcend all these shadow aspects that are in their chart so that they can like flourish and like step into their into their gift so that's my vision it's a pretty big one gotta happen how many years it'll take me but that's where I'm hoping to head with it so let's see just like you kind of like go on this journey and you gather all these little bits and pieces along the way and you know different people and different situations like cross your path and you just have no idea why you know, you just have to kind of go with it and surrender to it. And then at some point, all of these little seeds, you know, that have been getting thrown in your path start to bloom and you start to realize, oh, like that's why. Mm. And I think that's such a special, special moment. And it makes, you know, having patience in the journey just, yeah, it just feels so much, I don't know, it's like such a gift. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this is why I've been doing all this stuff. This is where I'm going. This is why I've been gathering all of this information and life experience. So sometimes you do just kind of feel like, yeah, like where's this, where's this heading? Where are we going with this one? Life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Help me out. Yeah. But yeah. So cool. And I, yeah, a, a few people that have been coming into my life too are just like introducing me to a whole new way of living and being and connecting to nature and that's been really big for me too because I just I've always had this like resistance with like slowing down and just like allowing myself to be in nature Mm -hmm. and um it's been incredible like the last few months just sort of seeing what my nervous system is doing just from like slowing down and just yeah, like going on nature hikes or, you know, I've been walking barefoot heaps more just to try and like earth myself, like going to the beach heaps more. It's just made such a difference to my nervous system. And yeah, my body's like, thank you. I love you. Finally. So, yeah. 
I'm excited <laughs> to keep, yeah, so I'm really excited to like keep exploring that and just sort of see. I see so many people knowing that something needs to shift um, and wanting something to shift. And then as soon as the thing is presented to them, they're like, I don't know. I don't know about that. And I'm like, well, <laughs> who said it was, no one said this was going to be easy or not confronting or parts of you weren't going to be challenged. Um, it's just, yeah, I think if we can go into change expecting that, oh, I'm going to rub up against some stuff, and it kind of just makes it a little bit more fascinating um, and you can get more curious about it. I was listening to um, Big Magic, and which is a book by... I think it's Elizabeth Gilbert, I think is her name. The Elizabeth Gilbert, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was quoting someone else in the book. I can't remember who, but um, it was something, I won't get this right, but it was something along the lines of like the thing that you look into in yourself, like if you go into yourself, it'll be the thing that like makes you flourish and grow. The thing that you don't look into in yourself will be the thing that destroys you. And I was like, hmm. Wow. Yeah. 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 And it hit way more the way that like it was after the actual quote. I was like, that is so true. Like the things we avoid in ourselves, we think that's the bad part of me. But if we don't address it, it will be the mm. thing that raise us. But if we do address it, it'll be the thing that turns us into like our genius and our greatness and all of that stuff. And um Yeah. Like that's been one of the biggest things to me. I think even if you're really dedicated to doing the work, you still subconsciously try and hide things from yourself you can't help it like yeah you just it just you you know and sometimes I think we have to hide things from ourselves because I don't know like I went so hardcore for a while there that like there's no way I could have handled unpacking any more than I already was in that moment but um what's been really incredible for me with working through the gene keys is as like right now I'm working through the love sequence and that's been so confronting for me because it's something that's been such a huge challenge in my life for pretty much my whole life, you know, like I haven't had that, you know, that one person for my whole life kind of thing. And, um, yeah, so there's like all these shadow aspects around it and then I kind of like I I try really hard to take ownership and accountability for my part in things but obviously I was just like hiding aspects of myself from myself because when I read like my core wound in relate in love and then I read my um core wound in attracting a partner oh my god I was just like getting bitch slapped by myself like and you just can't hide from it it was so intense like it sent me like down this rabbit hole for a few weeks but like now I've come back out of it and I'm like every time a situation happens I just witness myself in that shadow and because it's got my awareness now I can actually do something about it and I can you know tap on it or you know work to move move past that energy that used to keep me stuck Mm -hmm. and I'm like holy man like it's painful at the time but not hiding from your shadows is changing my life like really quickly totally I was having a conversation with one of my clients this morning actually about this and we were talking about the ego and I was like the ego is a shapeshifter (laughs) like as soon as you get a little bit close to it oh my god 
change form and hide itself again from you. Like you'll think that you, you're like, oh, this is the part of my ego that's limiting me or this is the part. And then as soon as you get close to it, it changes. And it just, that's the ego's way of hiding itself from you. And um, one of the things that like I've found so much, um, I don't know if joy is the right word. Like I feel like I almost get not excited, but a little bit like, oh, this is fascinating. When you start learn, like when you figure a little bit more out about yourself, sometimes you don't want to go there. <laughs> like, oh, my God, let's go. Let's run. And I'm still like shit scared. I'm like, I don't know what to find <laughs> on the side of that, but this is so cool because um, I've just always been so fascinated about how humans work, how we function, how the mind works, all that stuff. So I just have this natural curiosity about it. But um, like the mythology. I'm the same. Like, yeah. It's, I mean, great, great. We've got a podcast together then. That works out well. Yes. <laughs> Who are you? I wouldn't have thought you were curious either. <laughs> and like, I think <laughs> curiosity, I think both of us absolutely still have those moments where like we can't see, right? Even though we're like so willing and curious, that's when the ego is like, I'll shape shift even more for you woman, because you're, you're too out to get me. To yeah. Um, but like the mythology of yoga and like so many yogic stories, like if you learn about them, like from a really great teacher, you see like so much of that is just reflecting your own stuff and your own ego back to you. And that's where I have found so much like yours being the gene keys, like those yogic stories. And like, obviously they're only helpful if you now apply them to your life and like contemplate with them. But it's just so interesting how, like so many mythological stories are all about like battles and wars and um, it's literally just speaking about your ego and your own battle with that. And it's just, yeah, so fascinating because it is like this pesky little thing that thinks it knows all and knows so much more than, you know, source does. I feel like that's kind of the ego's vibe sometimes. Sometimes it's like, "Uh uh-uh. I know so much more than what you think you're trying to find out right now. Like stop learning about that thing. I've got us covered. <laughs> it's also just petrified as well. Like what if she does work it out? Totally. It's like, let me convince her that I know what's up. Like, cause it's going to keep her safe. <laughs> yeah. If, if she knows mm. what's up, then I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. So weird. Humans are fascinating. I love it. So fascinating. Like, why are we doing all this? Like, what what is actually happening? I don't even know. It's even like, why are we just sitting on the podcast right now? You know, it's kind of funny. (laughs) Why are we doing this? You know, that's the other thing I'm so excited for this year is like, the three energy is just so much lighter. Like, three is the energy of the child. Like that childlike, just fun, joy, adventure, like networking, parties, just anything social. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> Please bring that on. I just. Your vibe, hey. That's like naturally who you are. Which yeah, is- I feel like that. Like that's my, I have a three expression number. So like, oh. I love to express like that. Um, so yeah, it's been a bit of a slow year. <laughs> I feel you. That's all right. Okay. Yep, yep. Kind of, we got like you were in sync. Yeah, I know. We really are. It's wild. Different, different um, years, but 
common themes, similar energies. Yeah. <laughs> slow years. So yeah. we did well in those slow years to do a podcast then, I reckon. Has felt slow. Yeah, well, I think like because I was part – I was partnerships, you were the hard work, so it's like together. <laughs> that works well. When powers combine. When powers yeah. combine, magic happens. <laughs> so you guys might remember last year we spoke about running a book club. So we threw it out there to you guys and a lot of you wrote back and um, we asked you to vote on what book you'd like to read as a, as a group first and the alchemist won by quite quite a margin so we've decided that during february we will collectively be reading the alchemist so if you want to get on board uh either jump on spotify you can listen for free if you're a premium member or a lot of you if you're listening will probably have the alchemist book at home um but yeah we thought it'd be really cool to to read along together and then to unpack it um in an episode in March. Yeah. I'm excited. Freaking love this book. <laughs> so in the, in the meantime. So it says on the back. Oh, you go. Uh, I was going to say in the meantime of like February, like write into us on Instagram things or themes that come up for you about the book, like what you're reading, what it makes you realize about yourself or big question marks that it brings up like oh hang on I didn't I don't know if I even believe that that is a thing or you know anything that comes up regarding the book just message us on Instagram we'll mm. put um question boxes up throughout the month anyway um just to remind you because you know people forget things all the time um and then when we get to that episode we'll like answer all of those questions and our insights in the book and what we got out of it as well yeah, I think it's um, every time you read The Alchemist, it's one of those books like you just get something completely different from it every single time. So I'm personally really excited to to get back into it again. Um, but even like just like the quote on the back, it says, to realise one's destiny is a person's only obligation. Mm. And like even if you read nothing else, like how powerful is that? So true. Because don't we just get so caught up in all of these other obligations of life, like roles and responsibilities, and they just leave us feeling so unfulfilled because it's not like the true obligation of life anyway. Mm. Mm. Oh, well, we don't mm. need to club now. That quote will do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So book club is on. Get reading. Drop us any quotes that, yeah, hit your heart, anything that you want us to unpack. We'll prompt you throughout the month. And, yeah. The girls are back, so we hope you have enjoyed episode one of season two. We are both very clearly very excited to be back and um, to be bringing you some incredible guest speakers that we've got lined up as well. We're, we're um, yeah, going for round two with the guests and we're personally super pumped for some of the people that we're, um, that we're getting on, so get excited. Thank you so much for being here, guys. It means everything to us. And we'll catch you next episode.